This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. It's a minor detail podcast. So proud of Oklahomans. I mean, we are an all-to-the-above approach to energy in Oklahoma. So normally, 40% of our energy is produced through renewables, uh, wind, solar, hydro. Uh, What was interesting about this is wind's normally about 40%, and it dropped to 10%. Coal in Oklahoma is normally 10%, and it went to 40%. Uh, I talked to... Uh, several other governors that coal was was really bailing us out in the production. So we need an all-of-the-above approach uh, to energy, and it's just a, uh, uh, we're about renewables in Oklahoma, but we also need to make sure that uh, uh, we develop infrastructure with our gas pipelines. And uh, we were in a much better situation than, than Texas. And one of those reasons is uh, we kept our electricity on And I mean, I was making phone calls to some of the electric uh, co-ops to make sure that we were keeping electricity on to our gas producers so we can actually keep that supply coming uh, where what was happening down in Texas is they were actually shutting off uh, the electricity to some of the gas production. But we do need an all of the above approach in Oklahoma, and we're going to continue to maintain that. There is the Oklahoma governor, Kevin Stitt, today telling Oklahomans how proud of them he is for getting through snowmageddon and everything that goes with it he also said today that he is prepared to make sure that price gougers on energy are punished same thing in texas the governor there greg abbott and uh, ken paxton the attorney general both saying they're going to prevent price gouging well people are getting some electric bills in texas that are just unbelievable i saw where people are getting between five and ten thousand dollar power bills already unbelievable and we'll tell you why that's happening in texas probably isn't the best system that they have there and hopefully as we said a week or so ago but we hope there'll be some changes that will come out of this pain uh, that a lot of people have suffered not only in texas but uh, all across this area we'll talk about that today the cancel culture they are at it again and you will not believe who they are after now (laughs) this is something you can't make up we'll tell you who they are going after now We have some uh, very interesting music news today. I have proof positive that anybody can have a hit, no no matter how ridiculous that song may be. We have a couple of examples of that here when we do a little music history. Ten After Laughter, yeah, we got that as well, all today here on the podcast. By the way, I want to thank everybody that has been listening. We hit a number of streams before the end of the first month that I didn't think we would hit until maybe three months. Unbelievable. So thanks to everybody who is listening, who is sharing, telling your friends. It has really taken off. And over the weekend, we dropped another episode of a spinning class on Saturday. This one was on B-Sides. Got a lot of comments from that. People couldn't believe the song that ended up as the biggest B-Side of all time. They couldn't believe that that song was never even considered for an A-Side. And if you haven't listened to that, it's up on uh, the podcast sites, and it was uh, dropped on Saturday. The one we dropped on Friday also had record numbers, and that was the audio that we had from Marin Morris and Luke Combs at Country Radio Seminar. Some alarming things said by Marin Morris, and if you haven't heard that, that's the Friday podcast. You can go and check that out. So elected officials in Texas, Greg Abbott, the governor, and the attorney general, Ken Paxton, both came out today and said they are very unhappy with the way things have happened. 
They said the state should help pay some of the eye-watering electricity bills sent to residents after the devastating and deadly winter storm that caused widespread blackouts. Now, the problem is Texas has a highly unusual deregulated energy market. They run their own show, and that allows consumers to choose between scores of competing electricity providers. Some of those providers sell electricity at wholesale prices that rise in sync with demand, which skyrocketed as a record-breaking freeze gripped the state. That was really unaccustomed to extreme cold. It killed at least two dozen people, knocked out power to more than four million, some 30,000 still without power as of yesterday. As a result, some Texans who were still able to turn on lights or keep their fridge running found themselves with bills of five grand for just a five-day period. Think about that. Dallas Morning News said one provider offering a wholesale tariff plan had urged thousands of customers to switch suppliers out of the storm, but many found it took too long to change their provider, and so they're stuck with these huge bills now. The uh, mayor of Houston, Sylvester Turner, said the bill should go to the state of Texas. When they're getting these exorbitant electric bills and they're having to pay their homes, repair their homes, they shouldn't have to bear the responsibility. Betsy Price, she's the mayor of Fort Worth. She said the state and the federal government should be expected to help with the bills. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, who, by the way, is being called Tijuana Ted. They need to check their source, by the way. He didn't go to Tijuana. He went to Cancun. But anyway, they're calling him that. He uh, said that he is outraged. It's wrong. That no power company should get a windfall because of a natural disaster. So we'll see what happens there and what happens in the state of Oklahoma as this uh, terrible situation rolls on. So we told you the cancel culture is at it again. Prepare yourself. They're after the Muppets. That's right. If you don't know, all five seasons of The Muppet Show became available on Disney Plus on Friday. Fans were delighted. In fact, I watched a little over the weekend. Streaming service has added a disclaimer on the series page, noting the show includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. The Muppets. They're going after the Muppets. It goes on to say these stereotypes were wrong then, they're wrong now. Rather than remove the content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Now, this I didn't know about. Did you know that there are other shows on Disney Plus that also have a disclaimer. The Aristocats has a disclaimer. Dumbo. Dumbo has a disclaimer. Peter Pan and Swiss Family Robinson also have disclaimers. Uh, The site Disney Stories Matter says the service is in the process of reviewing our library and adding advisories to content that includes negative depictions or mistreatment of people or cultures. The uh, disclaimer was blasted by some conservatives claiming it was cancel culture. Among those, Donald Trump Jr., who said apparently the Muppets have now been canceled. Liberalism is a disease, he said, which it actually is. And uh, wearing a mask won't prevent it, I'm telling you. Uh, So they're going after the Muppets now, so be careful. If you want your kids to watch it, be very, very careful. The folks at Love's Convenience Stores have got to be on cloud nine today. Did you see this over the weekend? An Oklahoman by the name of Christopher Bell, race car driver for NASCAR. He won the NASCAR race over the weekend. And why does that matter to Love's? Well, he drives a Love's car. He's uh, from Norman, is where Christopher Bell is from. And why should Love's be so happy? Because the first week, the race was won by Michael McDowell, who also drives for Love's. How about that? Love's Country Store, by the way, an Oklahoma franchise, 
headquartered in Oklahoma City. Uh, they got to be pretty thrilled. 29,000 employees for Love's. Not bad. 550 locations in 41 states. Now, I had no idea that Love's was in 41 states. But I do love me some Love's. And they love NASCAR at this point. So congratulations to Oklahoman Christopher Bell as he won the NASCAR race over the weekend. Also in Daytona, that was a road race. And I watched a small portion of that. I have decided I will watch at least some of every NASCAR race this year. And that because of my friend Bruce Fontaine who talked me off the ledge and told me that NASCAR is back, baby. And it's going to be a big year for NASCAR. All right, Dolly Parton, let's talk about this. I've always thought Dolly and I had a little bit of a kinship. I always thought there was something special between Dolly and myself, and now I know for sure. If you haven't seen the story yet, Dolly Parton has told the state of Tennessee that she does not want a statue of herself out in front of the Tennessee state capitol. I, uh, I think that's honorable. Uh, she does have one, by the way, if you've never seen it, and I've been in front of it. Stood and got my picture in front of her statue in Sevierville, her hometown. There's a nice statue of Dolly there. So why does that mean that Dolly and I have something in common? I have also let the folks at iHeart know that I do not want a statue of me in front of any of their facilities. There you go. So uh, good for Dolly. Love that. I think that's uh, that's pretty darn cool. All right, let's get to 10 After Laughter today, and then we've got some music history for you coming up uh, after that. Today, we're going to introduce you to a new young comedian. I think this guy is fantastic. His name is Nick Hoff. Here he is on 10 After Laughter. I'll tell you about myself. I'm a married individual. You guys married here? Some of you are excited. That guy just nodded. How long has it been, man? You don't remember. That's the perfect amount of years. I've, uh, for eight years and uh, my wife's a sweetheart man she calls me her best friend it's cute isn't it she says we're best friends and that's fine but my best friend is Neil Uh, come on we don't play catch together she and I have never played Nintendo best friend really were we best friends when you said I couldn't have a stripper at my bachelor party were we? Because all of my friends wanted one, but not my best friend. First time my wife heard that joke, we got home from the club, and she's like, hey, you know that best friend joke? Is that true? I was like, oh, honey, no, no. I had strippers. You think she hates that joke? You know who really hates that joke? Is my second best friend, Justin. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, who the hell is Neil? Nick Hoff is his name. That's great. On 10 After Laughter. Okay, um, a movie review. I posted this over the weekend. I can now tell you that the best actor slash actress in Hollywood is... The Incredible Frances McDormand, hands down. I'm telling you, the best movie you will see in 2021 is Nomadland. Do we have a clip? Okay, here's the here's the trailer. What's remembered lives. It's been many years since I started out for that goal. I maybe spent too much of my life just remembering. 
Finding bits and pieces All worth the reach of carried on Driving down the highway Roll down the window, watch it go What the nomads are doing is not that different than what the pioneers did. One of the things I love most about this life is that there's no final goodbye. Let's just say, I'll, I'll see you down the road. Just absolutely astonishingly good. Should win Best Picture in the Oscars, but I have a sinking feeling that it will not. But it is unbelievable. It's a story of real-life nomads who go from job to job across the country. They work at Amazon uh, during the holiday season. They go to beet harvests in Nebraska. They go and work in South Dakota. They go all over the country working at different places that hire for short periods of time. Most all of them live in vans. There were a lot of actual real-life nomads that were featured in the movie. Not actors and actresses, but real-life nomads. And uh, again, Frances McDormand, I mean, I thought she was great when she did Fargo. I figured, you know, that's as good as she can do. I was wrong. Because when three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri came out, I realized she was even better. And now I know for sure she is the absolute best actor slash actress, both male and female. She's the best working in Hollywood today. She is unbelievable in this movie. So if you haven't seen it, it's uh, streaming on uh, HBO Max. It's also in theaters, if you can find one open. But uh, we watched it over the weekend streaming and it's it's unreal so good you've got to see it all right couple of music history notes here today told you that this is proof positive you can have a big hit no matter how ridiculous the song may be i say that because this day in 1989 bobby mcferrin won record of the year and song of the year for don't worry be happy and we couldn't get it out of our head could we well that was one thing but it was this day in 1981 when America finally put this song at number one. Oh, what's the matter, you? Got no respect. Oh, what do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nice place. I shut up your face. That's what I'm Yes, Joe Dolce was his name with his classic, Shut Up of Your Face. And it went to number one on this day in 1981. Can you believe this song, Shut Up of Your Face? was recorded for $500. He spent $1,000 on the music video clip, which was created by a filmmaker in Melbourne. became a multi-million selling hit. It went to number one in 35 different countries. Shut up of your face. He tried again with a song after that called If You Want to Be Happy. It didn't make it. Then he did a song called You Touch My Car, I Break Your Face. That also uh, didn't happen. But... He got into poetry. He's had over 150 award-winning poems printed. He's won major poetry awards. He got married. He's been married to the same woman for 38 years. They have six grown children and 13 grandchildren. 
He's 73 years old today, living in Ohio. Joe Dolce with the classic Shut Up Your Face. All right, that's going to wrap us up today. we got to get out of here. i got the song in my head now. Have yourself a great Monday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Jess, tell them where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.